Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am Jake's wrinkly, saggy scrotum. Yeah, I some you know sometimes doing this podcast we have to pause and do it over again. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't good. Let's try it one more time, Ryan. And I'm always delighted by what the second draft is because I, I know that the, the first is always just like it's always butt or fecal related. Mm-hmm. But then we get we get to the second draft and we're like, OK, we moved a little bit further north to the penis. I'm liking the direction that we're going. The balls. In case you were confused at this point, this is, in fact, a podcast mostly about movies, about TV shows, about, about balls, games, but a lot of Scrubs. times about our balls and anything that's going on in our personal lives. And mm-hmm. Yeah, usually it's just personal personal life stuff so up at the very top. That's what we do. We bullshit for about five minutes. Do we do that? That doesn't even seem like something that we would do. It would. Sometimes Jake, that five you, minutes turns into 15. You though. are a madman. You cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ryan, let me tell you about the time I had to dumpster dive outside of my own house. For some ass cream. For the, so what color was it? So we can be like, was it vanilla ass cream? Was it chocolate ass cream? It was peppermint swirl. Peppermint ass. swirl Pepper, ass cream. Peppermint swirl booty oh, rub with uh, some willow, some vanilla willow bark. Uh, willow bark? Are yeah. you for real? Don't you play with my emotions? I'm, Get down trying to, I'm trying to make up words that seem like they would be in a skincare routine, but I, having never Jake, used a skincare routine, I'm not entirely certain of what all it entails. My body is too bootylicious for you, bae. Bah. My body is a temple, and I am just a big old sinner. Let me let me tell you what. <laughs> I'll scratch this body when I feel like it. The temple demands scratching. <laughs> No, my uh, my fiance last night she she came in uh, she came in here while I was deep in a session of Horizon Forbidden West. So you jerking off? No, I had just I had tamed a what I can only describe as a a robot uh, raptor that spews acid, and I was riding him around. How far have you made it in that game? Uh, I'm sixty five hours in. How far percentage wise? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't tell me. It won't tell you. It's like gambling. It's like how they take the clocks out of the casinos in Vegas. But eventually you'll figure it out. <laughs> eventually you'll figure when I come out and I'm like gray. <laughs> what like happened? Not my hair, just time my skin. <laughs> my skin is so gray. Much time. <laughs> well, as uh, long as you have Mountain Dew and like ramen noodles and potato chips, you'll be all right. Really, what I had for dinner last night? I had ramen Did noodles. You? I had ramen oh noodles God. and Pringles for dinner. <laughs> 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 no about do i had a i had a lemon lime seltzer water oh my god 
<laughs> okay. So you're not far. Sorry. You're not far off in characterizing yeah. this this <laughs> evening so far. You weren't so bold on the drink. You read. You read through my euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> I've been standing outside this window for uh, hours. That game is really fun, though. I did. I did do an over. I didn't know you could ride these dudes, but then. <laughs> But, I, but I've been doing yeah, that a lot you, more recently I since you. I figured that out. <laughs> and um, <laughs> God, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. That's all I could. That's all I could. That's tell how you. most people ride dudes feel <laughs> like. The dude, they're riding. They're like asshole. When you sneak up behind him in the fields and you you stick the like the spear in him and you get him to do what you that you want. Them I to believe do. you're talking about right at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking it's only about? because of the way I'm describing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell where you, whether you want them to be defensive or aggressive and, uh, by the way you put the spear in them yeah you can if you thumb over the d-pad you're like are you going to be defensive or aggressive and i chose aggressive so you get to ride i get to ride this robot dinosaur around and when i get off he's a fucking asshole he just attacks everybody in sight oh, okay it's highly entertaining I bet it is there. But anyways, Liberace. I had to give this back this important background so you can understand the mental state I'm in when all of a sudden my the door to my my man cave opens <laughs> and I have been. I'm, are we talking about the room or you someplace on your body, Ryan? Just fall, f- join this journey with me. So all I'm, right, <laughs> somewhere on your body. Let's go. <laughs> the door opens and the inquiry comes in. You know, I had I had the I had a box full of various assorted creams. Did you throw them <laughs> away by accident? And I was like, no, I, I don't think so. So last night was a very rainy and stormy night here in North Carolina. And so I, I after combing through our house meticulously looking for two jars of what I was only described was booty cream. I was told it was in a white jar. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for a white jar of booty cream. In yeah. my house, and I'm looking at all the normal places you'd look. How long did you in the look kitchen for it cabinet, in the house? under the kitchen sink? How long under did you look the, for it? At least house? twenty minutes. You look for booty. At cream least for twenty minutes. minutes, and then I spent five minutes outside where I threw the raincoat on. Went outside with my took my flashlight out there, and I was reached into my recycling bin, unloaded everything that was in there, and combed through the the boxes just to see if there was any stray booty cream that had made it into the recycling bin, only to find out after I didn't find anything. Didn't find anything. It's a bunch of cans, a bunch of boxes, typical recycling stuff, right? Go back inside. She, My fiance checks her email only to find out that the, the booty cream in question had not yet been delivered. Ah! <sighs> And everything we had been doing for the last half hour was a completely fruitless endeavor. And we were never going to find it because it had never made it to our house yet. So two things. The moral of the story is you can't trust the system. (laughs) Two things. A. That's an episode of Seinfeld. That could could have been one of their hour long episodes. That could have been a two parter. You said 25 minutes talking to talking about the, the robot dinosaur. And then we shifted the booty cream. That could be two could've, two good ones right there. You could have gone to a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Secondly, back when you were in high school or even like 10 years ago, did you ever think you'd be a guy who spent 30 minutes looking for booty cream or perhaps a don't know. hour special of Seinfeld? I don't think I would cream? have ever imagined I would be in a situation where booty cream would ever be mentioned, would ever be close to me. I would ever have to think about it. But 
You'll always think about this booty cream. Now I will always be thinking about it. I'll no check, doubt. I will check every box before I break it down just to make sure there is no stray booty cream that is making its way in the recycling bin. Uh, but, you know, that's the world we live in. It's 2022 and men can dumpster mm-hmm. dive for booty cream, too, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Is this the worst introduction to an episode we've ever done? Maybe. I almost felt like there was a hashtag me too there. <laughs> I can do this. I could do this too. <laughs> um where do you? You got I any, don't you got even know where you go from, from here. You you got you got you got one to top that? I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't think if anybody could have anything. Um <laughs> Yeah, we've been drinking a little bit tonight, so that's obvious. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we watched uh, Moon Knight uh, right before this episode. We watched last week as well. Yeah. And um, no, last week, I, we didn't drop this knowledge, but someone had dropped it on me um, that they think in the background in the first episode where Stephen and Mark are, that, that is Doctor Strange's um castle in the background and it's they're in latvia latvia yes that's where this booty cream is from actually it's is it Lat- really it's latvian booty cream is it my god lat you know the nation famous european nation of latvia has the smoothest butts this side of eastern europe and one of the best goaltenders for the hurricanes ever <laughs> arthur zerbe <laughs> his butt you could Smooth. you could comb Across your hair ice. in it. God, why would you comb your hair in somebody's butt? Because it's so smooth and reflective. Isn't that what women want in the world and men too? Do they? <laughs> they know how you is. You made a shrimp beforehand. Thank you because I'm pescatarian, but also that was the you worst meal bastard. You've ever <laughs> no, no, I've had way worse uh, multiple I made, times. I made asparagus, and let's just say that asparagus was extra crispy tonight. And if you've ever had extra crispy asparagus, you'll know you're better off eating a handful of rocks because it's just it's softer on your teeth. It was softer on the teeth, and it was a little tough, but. It was made with love. I thought everything was pretty good. I mean, one side of it was pretty good, right? And the other side was not as good. The rice was not bad. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the shrimp, bed, too. Bed I just, rice. I fucking went pound town on in the pan whenever we just stood there. It'll, uh, your fiance was like, you guys going to eat this? I was like, I'll eat these seven shrimps. <laughs> Don't have X. Don't have to work. <laughs> Turns out garlic and soy sauce goes good with just about anything. Oh, man. That's Sriracha Texas Pete. That is right Sriracha up Pete there with like things stuff. that I love, like Old Spice. They have a Mexican you know? style hot sauce that's also quite good. Texas Pete, locally grown, though. You know, it's from uh, originally Salem. brewed in Old Salem. Old Salem? Yeah, no the, shit. Yeah, they, there's. But uh, I mean, that's like Winston Salem. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's in there. Oh yeah, they've got the foundations of the original Texas Pete restaurant. I think I think it was a restaurant. I didn't know they had a restaurant. Yeah, it was like a restaurant where they they made made their own sauce. They made their own sauce, and then that became the Texas the worldwide global phenomenon that's Texas Pete hot sauce. Texas Pete, famously from North Carolina. In case you're in case you're confused. (laughs) Yeah, if I ever go out of town, I will always 
do Texas Pete now. Yeah. Uh, I never cared for original so, OG recipe Texas Pete too much, but uh, some of their other uh, other ones are quite good. Their hotter I hot sauce OG is quite good. good. OG is pretty good, but I, I've always preferred Tabasco to original Texas Pete just because. Get out of here. I quit this podcast. Just because it feels like you've snorted like a Cocaine, whole line of pepper. You fucking drug addict. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say just a line of actual black pepper, but yeah, sure. Oh, I Seems love like black Seems like you've done a big line and then you're like, all right, I'm ready for some pasta or whatever I, the fuck I'm going to eat. But yeah, their Sriracha Texas Pete, quite good. Their Mexican style Texas Pete, also quite good. And then they have a hotter hot sauce, which is hotter than their normal hot sauce, which I also quite like. Which is probably a good idea because our hot sauce is not like that hot. hot. It's more like vinegary with a little bit of pepper in the back. If you I mean, you notes. get like a little bit of you can tell it's there, but it isn't like, whoa, you can tell it's there. Yeah, you know? it's not like a whole it's not like a whole Stephen Grant and Mark Spector sort of thing where you're not no. you're very much sure that one of them is there and one of them may not be there, but they're definitely there. Or maybe they're there at the same damn time. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and talk about Moon Knight since we mentioned that? No, up no, I don't <laughs> want to ever talk about that show. Segwayed a minute ago, and then we talked about Texas Pete for four minutes. We'll instead. never talk about this talk again. <laughs> no, um, Moon Knight. So I don't know if we talked about it last week, but we did not. We for, we watched and forgot to mention it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Classic us. And so basically, you have. So I'm going to try to put these into these two episodes into one. You have two different personalities within the same entity. One of them is British Oscar Isaac. The other is regular Oscar Isaac. American Oscar Isaac, which is funny to say because Oscar Isaac is a Hispanic man. And I don't know if um, he's actually American or not. We'll just say he's American. Yeah, that works Until I'm proven otherwise. Yeah, the accent seems spot on. (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, so there are... There's one person with two identities and two like two different personalities. And then there's a third personality who is this ancient this Egyptian god. like god. <laughs> the god of the moon. Khonshu. Khon Khonshu. Yeah. yeah, he seems like a bit of a cunt, doesn't he? He does, because it seems dead, like it's his him and he's holding them dead to rights. <laughs> You're just gonna befriend the man or whatever he is. But basically uh, there's Stephen and Mark, who are these entities in this particular person's body, and then there's Conchu, the god, who has like taken over this. We're still learning as we're going yeah. too, so we're not really sure what's going on with Conchu. Um, in this, I I know from the comic books, Mark is like a mercenary and he's killing people, and then he dies, but then like Conchu saves him before he dies or something like that. So I think it'll be interesting to see what direction this goes, because two very extremely different episodes, I think you could say from one to the next. I really like the first one the best. Yeah, I liked it, too. I think they're obviously they're going to have to explain a little bit of what the mystery is. But um, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack, but I think we got a big chunk of it. And Ryan is pointing at me now because he can hear the giant cricket that's outside the window. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or we what, stopped recording there for a moment because and I was I like, Jake, I would- what's going on? And Jake just looked like a crazy person staring at the walls. And I was like, <laughs> what? what's going on? He's like, do you hear a siren or a cricket? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. It's, but now I definitely hear yeah, well, it's, it's summer. T- oh, it's 80 degrees outside. So, I mean, we're getting close to summertime. So those little buggers will be out there. Yeah. 
we got frogs in my house now. It's, it's a real, it's a real conscious situation where I was genuine. We were talking about being inhabited by an ancient Egyptian god, and then Ryan couldn't hear the really loud chirping. I up. play a lot of music, <laughs> and it's very loud. If you listen to my fiance, I also have selective hearing as well. So the fact that I can hear that, it'll is if it were inside of my head, even You're like my wife, dude, <laughs> I'm like your wife. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> you don't hear that. No, I, I no, couldn't no, hear no, it no, before. No, no. I couldn't hear it before, <laughs> but she will not hear shit. I can yell it as loud as I want two feet away from her. But then. If I do something like she goes to sleep and I'm watching TV and the volume's at like an eight or a nine, and then she's like, "Can you turn it down?" (laughs) (laughs) Last night it was on an eight or nine, and she was able to pick out the guest um, um, person on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) and like who who's guest starring? Oh, it's Brooks and Dunn again, isn't it? Oh man, I wish. (laughs) No, well, it was Roz from Frasier. And uh, we watched a lot of Frasier. I think she actually watched Frasier before I got up there. We're we're kind of nerdy and pretentious, I guess. I really love smart TV shows. Frasier, my number one TV show. <laughs> but um, back to Moon Knight. Moon Knight is probably the most far-fetched thing I've seen uh, Marvel do because there's um, a lot of following you have to do. Right. And I don't feel like the other ones had so much follow to it. We're not going to say that Marvel makes movies and TVs for dumb people, but they also go out of their way to explain stuff eventually, don't they? I don't feel like a lot of people will like this because of that. There's never a single Marvel thing I've seen where they haven't been like, okay, listen, this is what's going on at some point. And so far, I think we got a big dose of that in episode two. Where it's like, okay, like this guy has multiple personalities. There's an Egyptian god in play. The of first course. one was almost like a horror. Like it could have been like a horror comedy where this guy is trying to live a life and it's getting fucked up and he doesn't know why. And it turns yeah. out he's got a, another personality that's also a mercenary that just goes to a different country for a couple of days and that's why he can't keep a job can't like make a date and that kind of stuff. And I would kind of like if they follow the first um episode where it's this one guy trying to figure out what's going on kind of like the movie secret window with johnny depp yeah where you realize that later it's like a secondary personality and then there may be a third personality i would like to see them follow the character but i understand that you need action stuff it's marvel yeah so i i think eventually yeah this is classic marvel like uh, where we we they tease like I think you get they like to do where you have a nugget of a different genre or a different sort of idea. But by this, you get further into a movie or a couple episodes into a series. And it's like, okay, like this is what's actually going on. And so I think they've cleared up a lot, not a lot, but a little bit of the mystery. And you have a a better sense of what's going on. Be like, okay, this guy's multiple personalities. One of them is beholden to this ancient Egyptian dead crow god. Yes, um, he could exactly. summon this suit, which may or may not look like a psycho Colonel Sanders or more like an Egyptian with some half moons on his chest and on his, his face. And yeah, and he can kick ass. He can fight a not very good looking CGI dog man demon thing. And the jackal, the jackal is yes, he caught it. They caught it a jackal. 
and just kick him onto a big spire. And that's what's that's what's going on. And Where like, people could see him, but they can't see him. Like exactly. he's invisible until you like throw stuff at him. They're like, look at this fancy drunk punch in the air. Is he having a seizure or something? And then you also know. have <laughs> a, a, a love interest who's involved. Who's married to the alternate personality who might not be the alternate personality or maybe is the main personality. Who knows? Not completely clear at this point, but yeah. But I think the mercenary is going to be the main one. I think the one that we're currently with, the English one, we'll say. Yeah. I think that um, farted. Yeah. I thought that <laughs> I thought that was my house collapsing. So that's a relief. Oh, my God. What the hell happened? There was that big cricket. Now he's dead. On cue almost. Perfect. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought. But. I think that this has the makings of being one of the better shows for Marvel, but I don't know if people will appreciate it as much because it isn't as easy to read, but maybe I could be wrong. Maybe people want something a little more, um, I think harder. I, that's what I liked about Loki. It puts yeah. you on your flipped you upside down. It's a bit of a more bold choice because I feel like, People don't know who the fuck Moon Knight is. I know we I haven't even seen the X Men, right? Yeah, exactly. We haven't we got seen Moon X-Men. Knight. Yeah, but we're getting Moon Knight, so it, it it's kind of like this is this is a strange choice and strange character from the comics, anyways. And to to Oscar Isaac's a pretty decently sized Hollywood star at this point, so to get someone like him and cast him in this weird schizophrenic almost like spinoff series. It's it's Marvel. It's I feel like anybody would it's jump gonna tie, on. I'm sure it's going to tie into the larger universe at some point, but right now it feels very much like its own. He's only signed for these six episodes yeah. right now. But again, like he seems seen, like a pretty easygoing guy. Like we've though. seen it in the past when Marvel gets that <laughs> big cool. dump truck full of money that they backed up to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's house. People tend to who act, we expect to see yeah. from later too. With people tend to sign contracts when they do that, so they like, oh, what is this? Are you laying down some? Yeah, work? Okay. after nope, you that's money. You'd never okay. do it again. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do it again. Fine. Yeah, okay. Well, the Walt Disney Corporation has that kind of sway over people. Look at they got Harrison Ford to come back twice, and he fucking hates Star Wars. So <laughs> like, don't underestimate the power of the mouse is what I'm saying. They they can do some pretty extraordinary things, but also maybe we should be worried because they're they've bought just about every entertainment property that, that exists at the moment. Mr. Michael Rodent. Ugh, as long as I'm Michael Mor- Morbius. Oh, did I oh, ruin did I something? spoil what we're going to talk about? It's no in the episode title. So I don't think you spoiled it yet, but yeah, we've got a few little news items to get through now that we've, done some moon night talk but yeah first two episodes are good but i again don't know if that's going to play to the wider audience like some of this other stuff does but maybe by the end who knows let me get this first one here you got this for what's this first one gonna be michael bay admits he made too many transformer movies well the first well no shit the first step to recovery is admitting that you are an addict and that you have in fact created too many transformers movies that's the first step to getting over it. So the quote goes uh, from uh, Mr. Michael Bay. I made too many. Uh, I made too many of them. Steven Spielberg said, just stop at three, which is classic. And I said, I'd stop liar. Um, the studio begged me to do a fourth. And then I, th- 
I did that and made a billion too. And then I said, I'm going to stop here. And they begged me again. Should have stopped. They were fun to do. <laughs> Does it sound like he's that? <laughs> Tore up from Sad the floor up. <laughs> I wish he did better with the Ninja Turtle movies, but I don't dislike the Ninja Turtle movies he did. I'd watch those over again. Yeah, he did Pearl Harbor too. So who's Kate Beckinsale, Ben Affleck, and uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. It was pretty much like an orgy movie. Yeah, with airplanes. Yeah, they were all banging it out. On the wing of an airplane. Like some kind of acrobatic orgy troop from the early 1900s. (laughs) Um, Jim Carrey has said that he is fairly serious. Again, he announced this on April Fool's Day. So who's to say about retiring from acting, adding, I've had enough. I've done enough. I am enough saying that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 may be his last film that he ever does. I feel like he has done enough, but I feel like you don't want to go out on Sonic 2. I feel like you owe it to Sonic 3 to be there to finish it. You gotta finish the Sonic trilogy. Might as well. And And then do like Ace Ventura 3 or something. Go out with a bang, you know? (laughs) Fuck it, dude. Like... You got to do the trilogy if you've he's, done two of he's the had Sonics. A lot, but maybe that's the point is that not every franchise needs to have a third one. They that That or is sub, true. Sometimes the studio begs you to do a fourth and then you're like, this felt good. So I did a fifth. And then you're like, I did we too don't many. introduce new I did characters and then Sonic be the like, Hedgehog it's over. I only needed to do three, but then I did four and they're like, come on, you can do another five Jim Carrey. And he's like, I did. And I wish I hadn't done it. <laughs> I'm Canadian, you know. I talked to Steven Spielberg about this for some reason, and he's (laughs) quoting me. (laughs) I feel like you're saying something, but I can't tell what you're doing. Um, I feel like he should do at least the third one and then go out on top. I would love, absolutely love, to see Jim Carrey do another Sonic movie and then do something different that was just as iconic as like Ace Ventura or something. The Mask 2, parts 2 and 3. No, definitely not. Or Dumb and Dumber 3 or anything like that. Fun with Dick and Jane Part 2. <laughs> you know, Jack Black and Jim Carrey are kind of the same for me. There are people from my youth who kind of fell off there for a little bit, and I kind of looked down at them. And they I was like, at them. Yeah, I was like, That's too many. Why was I even into your shit? That's too many pandas doing kung fu. Who have I'm put out that. new stuff right lately, and I'm like, Oh, you guys actually weren't that bad. Maybe I should go back and look at stuff. Maybe I shouldn't be a snob. A snob? Both of them. I, Jim Carrey could make movies until he's. Adam Sandler's in there too. Yeah. 90,000 years old. I think he should have been the genie in Aladdin and not Will Smith, if I'm going to be honest. Who would do a better Robin Williams impersonation? Jim Carrey or Will Will Smith? Well, I don't know. I But the answer is Jim Carrey. <laughs> but what I will say to this is it would have been great to see like Jim Carrey and Robin Williams Who's in a movie funnier? together. Jim Carrey or Will Smith. The guy go Jim Carrey. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going with Adam Sandler across the board there. Adam Sandler is the genie. (laughs) I love me some Adam Sandler. I think if I think of like some classic movies. Okay. Okay. Who, who is your favorite actor? Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey? Uh, As far as acting abilities or movies I've enjoyed. Who is your favorite actor? It'd be Adam Sandler. I'm, 
Sorry. Adam Sandler. I'm yeah. Sorry. It is like it, in terms of acting ability, I think Jim Carrey's a better actor, but in terms of movies I've enjoyed Adam Sandler. Yeah. Honestly. I can think of like a ton. <laughs> what is your favorite Adam Sandler movie for reference? Uh, for ref, I, happy Gilmore is a good one. Uh, but honestly, one that I think gets some shit was that's my boy. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that movie with him and uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. So funny. The fucking vanilla ice cameo for no apparent reason. I remember watching that movie movie twice at somebody's house. Not watching the whole thing, just seeing bits and pieces. Very nostalgic for me. Now, if we're talking mid-tier Sandler, you've got your clicks, you've got your grown-ups one and twos, which also feature Chris Rock. Uh, not getting Kevin slapped. James. No, Chris Rock not slapped in a single scene in that movie, from what I can remember. Either that or the sequel. Uh, Big Daddy, very good. Oh, I mean, if you're throwing that in there, Big Daddy is the best. And then you got Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds also quite good. Little Nicky, eh. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was definitely one of those cartoony movies, like Happy Gilmore and um. Uh, what is it? Uh, Billy Madison. Billy they Madison. both had like some cartooniness to them, like that did. Waterboy was the best for Water- me. <laughs> Water we loved Waterboy in my house. Another very, very good one. Underrated, in my opinion. It was so underrated. Me and my sister, we knew all the lines and stuff. And I hope to spread that along to my kids. Now, if we're talking pixels, that was not that bad. <laughs> Um, but if I had to pick, like, it would be Waterboy, Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds, and, like, I think those are the three. I like the heartwarming. Exactly. So what we're saying is Jim Carrey should have been the genie and should not retire from acting. Yeah. That's the point we're trying to make. What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Will Smith. Uh, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, (laughs) No. Uh, Beetlejuice. He wasn't in Beetlejuice. No, I'm I'm putting my foot down. He's in Beetlejuice. No, that would be fun. In his younger days, I think that I would go with. I like some of the older stuff. I loved Ace Ventura and stuff. It's Ace Ventura. It's got to be Ace Ventura. I kind of like. What was the movie? Bruce Almighty and Yes Man. I kind of like that uh, version of Jim Carrey. Good ones as well. He kind of was a little more tame, but he was also out there. Anyway, I put my foot down on Beetlejuice too. Yeah, I digress. And yeah. yes, you did. And every time I mention it, it's going to be harder to go back and edit that out. You'll never edit it. But, out. anyways, we mentioned Chris Rock, so we have to talk about Will Smith news for the second week in a row because he has resigned from the Academy after he smacked, after he assaulted Chris Rock on live television. Really thought this was fake (laughs) for a long time. And now they are really keeping to character or this really did happen, which blows my mind because I don't know if I left here or what, Um, but no, it had been here. I listened to the red table stuff about Jada Pinkett and like them and like their relationship. And like, it just blows my mind, dude. He needs to get out of there. Yeah, maybe (laughs) people really don't like her. And like, this is not good publicity wise. And it seems like based on some of the red table stuff, I mean, she went and banged one of her son's friends. So, I mean, that's fucking weird, man. 
it's the whole thing is not good. These people it? don't live in the normal world. No, they don't. The fact that, but also just the fact that I can't think of a bigger power play that you can get up on live TV and smack someone in the face and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Oh no, you get a standing ovation. You get a sit right. You get an Oscar that you have wanted for literally twenty five years and a standing ovation, uh, and then you get to electively resign from the Academy, which. Uh, does anyone do? Is there any punishment when you have people like Harvey Weinstein and Roman Polanski and Kevin Spacey? They're still members, I believe. Well, you know what? <laughs> so, is there any real like? There's a, no a, credibility a, here. Yeah, but I will say he resigned from it, and that was all done publicly, right? They and definitely you, weren't like Will Smith. Listen, you you gotta like just just well, say this. It, like, it's well, kind of like a mafia situation, maybe like. Um, yeah, you get caught d- for doing things, but you don't do it on the center stage, maybe. And on you're like TV. off your prime, and like they're like, hey, you don't have to say, like, you know, I, I don't know. It's just not a good look for him. He did it on center stage where Harvey Weinstein and all them did it. Yeah, they did it kind of behind closed doors. And I think that's what the difference was. I'm not saying, I'm not justifying that one's better than the other or anything like that. I think. And honestly, Will Smith is less of yeah. an offense, no. but it's not it's not as bad as being a serial sexual assaulter. Yeah, I think it, it, once <laughs> you do it more than a couple of times, I think that overcomes like a slap on one person. Um, I don't agree with both at all. But again, the point I'm making is that if you let other things slide like this seems a very minor offense in, in comparison. Or how far do you peel back the layers? It seems like someone maybe twisted his arm to get him to electively do this, but whatever. Probably I mean, publicists. It's, like, too fuck, it's too fucking late. Like it's already happened. And that's but all this anyone, is such a dumb situation. That's all anyone's talked about for two weeks, though. <laughs> It is. People love talking about this. And maybe the Grammys, or uh, not the Grammys, but the Oscars love that. Uh, Definitely helped their ratings, didn't it? It was better than... I don't know if it helped their ratings because nobody watched it at the time. Amy Schumer hosting it and Amy Schumer dressing up as Spider-Man going, what did I miss while I was changing? Be like, oh, well, just fucking (laughs) Chris Rock getting smacked the shit out of by Will Smith. Um. We have some sad news, Ryan. Will Smith smacked Estelle Harris, Mrs. Costanza on Seinfeld. She died. At age 93. Because he smacked her. Uh, good. What a great show. What a, a series of wonderful appearances and so many good episodes. So rest in peace, Miss um, Estelle Harris. We're going to skip the next bit of news because we're going to come back to that. directly ties to yeah. something else we're going to talk about? Well, Will Smith's in here again. Um, Will Smith has a couple of projects out there um, that are just kind of in jeopardy now or on the back burner Um, like Bad Boys 4. um, There was another Netflix thing. There's a Will Smith bio bio, um, that's not going to happen. I'll never know if it's biopic or biopic. I want to say biopic. Yeah, you would think. Biography picture. Yeah. It's just the abbreviation for that. It could be biopic, though, just because they're being annoying about it. Um, we're not going to do the next thing. We'll come back to it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ezra Miller. 
No, no, no. You don't the, want to talk uh, about it for two weeks in a row. No, no, no. I, I was talking about what we want to skip and something in a trailer. Topic. No, no, we'll go there. Um, Warner Brothers reportedly held an emergency meeting on Flash star Ezra Miller Why? because, as we reported last week, he walked in and said something to some people vacationing Hawaii about their whore wife and and stole some of their stuff. And also, they are. I saw also, since I posted karaoke. this. Um, that um, they're really trying to figure out if they're even going to continue with like him at all. To which I thought to myself, you guys need to just let whatever's worked like Shazam and Peacemaker and Aquaman and uh, Wonder Woman, let them go and just do the things. Don't ever reconnect them again and reestablish you need to get back to basics because i don't think there's any salvaging this it's just like the redneck family that you don't tell any about tell anybody about in your family who live off in the distance and you still know them you still recognize them but at the same time they're always doing stuff crazy and you're like i will never tell anybody about this i think that there's some obvious mental issues that he is going to need to deal with when you're talking about DC or are you talking about I'm Ezra talking Miller? about Ezra Miller. Oh, okay. And also the heads at DC for apparently not doing anything the first time he assaulted someone and they just kind of brushed under the rug. But now that he is in uh, Fantastic Beasts, which is out next week, and also The Flash, which is coming up in November, they're going to have to have a bit of a reckoning here to figure out yeah. what exactly are they going to turn that Flash into a Batman movie? Do they have enough footage? <laughs> Who's going to be the next Batman? Is it Robert know. Pattinson? How are they going to tie in the Joker Joaquin Phoenix if they decide so? Maybe it'll be like they did Superman and Shazam where they just film it for the neck down for the entire movie. DC is such a clusterfuck right now. <laughs> they have no fucking idea what there is. Well, maybe they do, but they are just unable to. Maybe they're they like had, the cowboys. They, they they had a plan here. They had a plan to for the Flash to open up their multiverse but it seems like the flash himself has now closed that door well the flash is going to be a reset fucking hell they they need to reset that character they really (laughs) just need to reset everything but let me ask you this let's say that the flash this movie becomes one of the top grossing movies of the year it won't but if it does it won't do you bring back Ezra Miller do they remake him or recast him Oh, well, you could do anything you wanted to, (laughs) but since he's the speed runner and he is the um, character who causes all this restacking and rechanging and stuff like that, what do you suspect? Or maybe we just pop into a new world and he goes back to his world and we stay with the current world. So here's what I'm expecting since the same thing happened with the last Fantastic Beasts. You have a major star who's a major part of that has a major role in that movie recast very quietly just not mentioned Disney apologized for that by the way isn't it Warner Brothers it was Disney what is Fantastic Beasts is Warner Brothers yeah but they said Disney apologized for firing shit but oh then they fight they fired it for pirates too as well didn't they Mm -hmm. that was the thing well Warner Brothers don't give a shit, so they haven't apologized for anybody, and they're probably not going to do anything, but they surely, they 
there's a problem here. So if, if it's anything like the last Fantastic Beast, they're going to very quietly not mention them in any of the trailers or, or have them do any press or anything. And they'll just put the movie out and listen, Ryan, it looks bad. It's probably going to be bad like that last one. And we'll talk about it and we'll watch it and we'll. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Be angry at the fact that we went out in the middle of the night to watch it by ourselves <laughs> and then we'll come back and talk about it and we'll Cried. be like yeah be like hey guess what they recast grindelwald but uh this other fucking guy ezra miller what's he doing maybe we don't have to watch that He's one that one's good shit. i i've just heard horrible things about <laughs> this at least morbius is shorter yeah well that yeah. is the one thing you can say about it it's shorter and we're already on a positive note yeah um uh, so they're gonna have to do something about flash though if more stuff comes out that's going to get delayed or they're going to have to Zack snyder cut this into something else where it suddenly gets turned into a batman and flash movie where batman is suddenly the main character again and they like only this feel, isn't ben affleck they only feel batman again from the neck down so oh my god it's gonna be, be like powerpuff girls it's gonna be a bad movie is what i'm gonna say but it might be a great movie it might be better than just blindly releasing this on no in november like they were expecting go straight to dvd yeah, there, there's they didn't even make dvds there's anymore. some shit they're gonna have to deal with here and there's some shit ezra miller is gonna have to deal with as well obviously because this is not the first time in the last couple years that he is they've they've had to deal with uh some some stuff so i just i hope hope they get some help is what i'm what i'm saying (laughs) um so stop assaulting people also that's a bad thing (laughs) jake i'm gonna hit you with two pieces of news before we get into it yeah um so just recently today um, they announced that Rockstar announces Max Payne 1 and 2 remake for PS, uh, PS5, Xbox, and PC, which is wild. That game hasn't been out in a while, and that was a Mark Wahlberg movie that I never saw, actually. Mark Wahlberg did a Max Payne movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, the other <laughs> bit of info will also, tie this in. video game came out in 2001. Yeah, and the other little bit of uh, info that I have for you, Sonic producers say they won't recast Dr. Robotnik if Carrie retires. That was filmed from the neck down. Yeah, there you go. We're just everybody from the neck down. There you go. Um, I don't want to see that happen, but if it does, you know, his choice. I hope that the new um, new Sonic movie is good because we're watching the next week, and I suspect that it will seen good reviews and the last one was pretty good it was like a shocker last year yeah it was 
two in the pink, one in the stink, but it was a nice. It was only one, not two in the stink. Yeah, not the other way around. That's the reverse shocker. Can I get an Now, if they released original Ugly Sonic, then that would have definitely been the other way around. But uh, this was this is quite good. But you've already seen it. You've seen it on the episode title. We've danced around multiple news issues. We're talking about Morbius this week. The movie that we said Moby. we never watched. We never wanted to watch. We we thought that uh, we we really thought that it was we my idea. Going to skip this one. No, we knew that we would have to see it. <laughs> it's like going if I have to see fucking Halloween, then I'm going to go fucking see Morbius. Too. Yeah, you're in the same sort of state of mind. And let me just tell you, Ryan, after what has seemed like three years of watching previews for this movie, which wasn't supposed to come out like two years ago. It's been in the can for a long time, much like Jared Leto was when he was oh, acting. Yeah, but <laughs> um, yeah, they've been sitting on this for a long time again, because Jared Leto has been method acting, pretending to be actually handicapped, going to the bathroom for 45 minutes. Oh, God. Yeah, let me... Let me go back through yeah. those pieces of news. No, that was the excellent segue I thought Be- I had there. You did. You did. So Jared Leto, his uh, like expression. <laughs> intent is to um, make himself more in character by sending used condoms. Like when he was the Joker. Dead pigs. and uh, This one, he pretended that he was crippled. Um, so he would take 45 minute bathroom breaks and okay so here's the thing he said that he took that the director daniel espinoza said that he could firm this he'd take his crutches to the bathroom he's just sitting there scrolling looking at memes you don't need 45 minutes if you have crutches to go to the bathroom i'm sorry maybe he was trying to figure it out man maybe his legs fell asleep too and then he felt he was actually handicapped he's like oh i sat down too long on my legs asleep Jared Leto is a fucking idiot. <laughs> he is just got like the benevolent cult leader vibes going on. And maybe uh, even not yeah. that benevolent. Oh, I think it's probably because he wears the kimono and has long hair. But yeah, he's also a fucking idiot. What if you find something out? Let's say that you found something horrible. Found out something horrible about Jared Leto. Would Thir- you be surprised? Like he was in a band called 30 Seconds to Mars. Would you be surprised? No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> he's an idiot uh it's been well documented we're not his biggest fans i think he is <laughs> well he's not sh- our biggest fan either if he's listening to this exactly anyways two-way uh, street almost accurate, bitch almost pot at gmail.com jared what, what? agent if you want to come on if you want to come on and defend yourself we'll you come on your pussy. face and <laughs> bitch um yeah i've never been his biggest fan and i think that we're on record as saying that multiple times but this actual movie, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because he is the least Jared Leto he's probably ever been in Morbius. Only to or find out maybe he? half of this movie's been cut out and really severely edited and really the studio really got their dirty little fingers <sighs> in there and just really fucked with this for the last two years. I don't think you could have made it a better movie or much better you could have made a worse one though you could have made a worse one if we're being honest and that's me being held to account because we've talked about this being the potentially the worst thing we were ever going to watch for this podcast but not definitely not there is at least two ahead of it and i'm looking at you the last hellboy hellboy movie was that 2020 
2019. 2019. And then I'm also looking at you, the man who killed Hitler and um, Bigfoot. Man, Sam Elliott must have a bad credit score is all I can say is why. I mean, Tombstone was good and people love. uh, He was great in Parks and Rex. He's got a Nicolas Cage financial situation no 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 no. a bunch of money for a dinosaur and now he's got to make some bad movies no i'm sorry i don't i love you nicholas i didn't mean to throw your idol under the bus there how fucking dare you real clunkers you bastard same with sam elliott but jared leto also been in some clunkers it must be said he is a clunker Train that clunker in for cash, my dude. Potentially DC's worst movie, and now maybe Sony slash Marvel's worst movie. And this is one of those movies that Jared definitely Leto strikes again. It definitely carries the the dreaded in association with Marvel tag at the beginning, which you always know you're in for a very medium time when you see in association with Marvel in front of anything that you're about to watch. You know what? <laughs> Jared Leto could benefit by playing off the fact that he is perceived a certain way. I don't think he understands that. I don't think he does either. <laughs> I think he's far, disconnected. That's how far of a method actor he's in when he's in there. Pretending a meth head or methodic method actor. actor when he's in there pretending he can't wipe his own ass for 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, and I that just helps him play like somewhere. The vampire Dr. Morbius. You ever seen something about Mary where the guy goes good picks up keys, but he's got like his two arms and those crutches? No. But I You go I, back and watch it, and that's putting, what it's like. I'm just putting Jared Leto's face over that sketch, and I think I understand it perfectly now. Yeah, he failed. Yeah. Um Jared Leto, fucking retard. Um <laughs> Well, I How do said you really it. feel though. <laughs> I just I don't, don't want care you for hold, the guy. I don't want you to feel like you have to hold back with what you're saying. I just <laughs> don't really care for the fella. Him or LeBron, which, by the way, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. And LeBron at the beginning of the season is like, yeah, I know we're old, but keep that energy whenever we make the playoffs. We're hating on us. And like, yeah, LeBron, you you didn't make it. Damn, so you're they sure did fucking dumb, playoffs. too. You dumb, 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 dummy head. But yeah, Ryan, we watched this uh, a, a few days ago, but a Sunday and today is Wednesday. That is true. But which MLB few, opens f- up next week or next tomorrow today. A few days have passed since we've seen Michael Morbius, the Dracula man. But if you had a certain amount of time, say 60 seconds to, to oh, walk Christ. the listeners through everything that happens in this dumb shit, I could just drop it in two words. Dumb shit. And we have the the clock is ready to go. Just hit it, man. Tell me when to Oh, I'm starting now. Okay, well. You've wasted four seconds, but I don't think you'll need it. God damn it. Okay, so basically (laughs) there's this guy who lives in an orphanage with uh, another guy who's come around. Um, Basically, they they have issues where they can't really walk that well. And they're like, oh find an issue one day and basically that ends up being a lifelong dream and then one of them figures it out and then when one of them figures it out they refuse to give it to the other and the other's like oh why would you do that and then they other person steals it and then they become mortal enemies and you find out that what solves their ailment is what makes them into mutants vampire mutants and then the world happens around them yeah boom well, that's a rare occasion where we can stop it at 48 seconds because that is 
exactly what happened in this oh i forgot new balance shoes and dancing we'll get to it so normally we try to dance around it with non-spoilers and the spoilers but you know these new balances don't lie there is absolute there's new balances do not lie a there is absolutely no reason pretending like any of you are going to go watch this after after listening to this what if everybody would then we are single-handedly responsible for boosting the second weekend of morbius ticket sales Gonna fall to Sonic next week. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. This is a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. I I did not. It's not the worst movie. It's painted by numbers. It is just, it's one of those where you feel that you know just about everything that's going to happen and it feels incredibly small scale. And I think that it's almost. There's nothing wrong with small scale. Sometimes that ends up being a a benefactor. There's nothing wrong with that, but I think that there is something to be said that it's impossible to talk about this movie without talking about Venom as well. Yes. And the reason that Sony is making these spinoff Spider Man villain, but can you call them villains necessarily? They're anti heroes. They're kind of good guys. They're anti heroes. It'll be difficult to make a Sinister Six movie where they're all kind of good guys at the at the same well, time. Doctor Octavius, he was a good guy. He was, but we haven't seen his spinoff movie yet. No. Like, how good would an Alfred Molina movie be? Um, Maybe good? I think it'd be good, but I think that he's in that Tobey Maguire universe. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Um, there is a variant for yeah. Peter Parker. Well, I think that the Morbius universe will probably be a very small closed loop. Because well, I mean, you got Michael Keaton in there already, and he's been in. Um, they've they can write their way Homecoming. out of that. They wrote their way into a, two really bad post credit sequences with him. Wrote him into the third movie there. <laughs> um, but this, I, I, I can't see how they build off of this. And I think that Morbius just, it's venom without any of the fun or the enjoyment or anything that made those movies sort of okay. And that was Tom Hardy talking to Tom Hardy and being pretty funny for most of it. And the action being enough to be like, okay, that was fine. And both of those movies being short enough where you didn't feel like you'd wasted a whole big chunk of your life to be like, or this were you? two big CGI gray monsters that were punching each other for a little bit. Weren't they? Yeah. I would probably go back and watch. No, you know what? I would definitely go back and watch both Venom movies before I'd watch this uh, Morbius movie again. This was, but I don't think I think that the Morbius movie is worth watching at home. This one is time worth. This is worth watching if you don't have to pay for it. Is what we're I think is our tentative review of it. If you had to pay one ninety nine, I think that's I'm, safe. One ninety nine. If you found safe. like a copy of it, like in a puddle, and you draw, you take it home. You t- put the hairdryer to your Blu-ray copy of Mo- Morbius and you stick it in your D- your DVD player, your, your Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. That might be okay too. Watch it, I guess. But if it, it pops up on TV, I would think watch it. You watch it one time and make your own assessment. I think it's worth one watch. I think it's painted by numbers. And I think that for that fact, that's probably something that you'd watch like late night whenever you had nothing else better to watch. And you're like, oh, I wonder what this is. I think there's always something better to watch. <laughs> there might What's be, the but I mean, you can at least watch it one time to be like, all right, that was entertaining enough to get me to sleep. It's almost worth it to see if the negative hype around it is justified. And I, 
then kind of it kind of is but it, it so he, here are the main problems i have with it you have jared leto which if you Too love hot. him or hate him and again we have already made our opinions clear on that subject fucking love him but one thing you cannot say about jared leto is that he is a boring actor and this is one of they've uh. taken one of the most eccentric and potentially maybe the most asshole actor <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, he's probably is an asshole. And they've made him so uninteresting as Michael Morbius. He is just a fucking beige envelope stuck on a fucking brown wall. <laughs> Do you ever think anybody's is, like, oh, we got to work with Jared Leto? I maybe because he's like oh, in there on his crutches and like oh no I can't like they're like Whoa. oh god more of this shit be like just like can't pretend to cry or something like just do normal actor stuff you don't need to do all this extra stuff you don't need like, to be nah, dog. you don't need to be jizzing in a condom and sending it to your co-stars like you don't you know, that's not acting that's not acting <laughs> excuse you Jake you don't yes, it is. need to actually be a psychopath to play one on camera. Don't I'm believe sorry. Me, just watch. <laughs> but he's boring. He's boring. This is an absolutely. He is the most boring of every scene Jared Leto in a movie. And that is saying something because normally he is just so completely over the top, bouncing off the walls. Like he is just this vibrating spastic ball of energy. And in whether that's good or a bad thing, and usually it's kind bad. of bad, but you cannot say that he is boring. And this, he is just as absolutely bland as he can possibly be. Your wife said he looked like Courtney Cox. Yeah, she thought the movie was called Monica there for a little bit. (laughs) We need to see if we can Photoshop just the Morbius face with Monica underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Just put Monica and Morbius both facing like one way and be like, who's who? Um, so, um, so Matt Smith was in this doctor who good actor. And I think he is tragically underused in this or just misused or miscast. I think there was enough screen time for him to make his, whatever he was. (laughs) He did. But I mean, he was there. He Um, was there and he certainly did. He certainly was on camera. Wasn't he? That's about what I can say. A lot. And his, it just this was a very dumbed down movie. It, it was so so. I don't know if we need to set the stage. We kind of already did. They were childhood friends. They're in a hospital in Greece. They have a rare blood disease. Michael Morbius. He's a smart guy. He comes up with fake blue blood. Just, I thought that was bullshit. By the way, they only sent him to that because he took a fucking. Uh, spring and put it into some place. That was the whole reason they went to Greece. I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> Just as like they could get that old British guy to be like, I'm going to look after the two of you in New York in a couple years when you're <sighs> adults. And so Milo, a.k.a. Lucian, a.k.a. Matt Smith, he's got money. He's from like his parents. Obviously, he's when they died, he's inherited a lot of wealth. So he he could pay for all the medical treatments and the personal doctor and moving to New York and but not buying a second pair of shoes, apparently. No, he's got the same rare blood disease. And so he's been getting the same like transfusions. So more Dr. Michael Morbius, he's a real fucking goth doctor where he's flying to Costa Rica. He's going to capture some vampire bats. 
with a bunch of strings in a box, I think. I think it was a harp, some blood. Yeah, it was a harp and some blood. That was the boat that if harp and blood is not a My Chemical Romance song, I am really. I'm texting them right now. (laughs) Get Gerard Way on the phone and ask him if he ever wrote a song called Harp and Blood because he pops. Nope. He said no. Wow. That was a very fast. He's a very quick texter. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot going on right now. (laughs) He's working on Umbrella Academy season three. No, season four at this point. Um, so yeah, he he cuts his hand. He's like he makes a blood pact with the vampire bats, and he's like, "Look at me, I'm Doctor Michael Morbius. I'm gonna catch some vampire bats." And then he just does. You're a liar. We never really find out how he did that, and I think that this speaks to all of the things that are cut out in this movie is that we did not get a two hour scene of him packing 9,000 vampire bats into a suitcase and taking it on the helicopter back to, uh, back to the Costa Rican airport and back to America. I just want to see Jared Leto on crutches, trying to go through customs and claiming he doesn't have any vampire bats in his luggage when he really, he's got over 9,000 vampire bats in his luggage. And I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I was seeing me being like, I'm an actor. Also, my like, passport's yeah, you fake. Are, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're you're an actor. You're a great actor. I like to act. I like to act. Anyways, I'm off to take my 45 minute toilet break now. I've done drugs, <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's it feels like half of this movie is missing. There are some big jumps in this. And it feels so small scale in the same way that the last Venom movie did, where you just have the pacing was weird and it was like they it felt rushed. Weird. It felt it's it's a movie that drags and feels rushed at the same time, which is a, an incredible thing to achieve when you are simultaneously really establish any characters that we cared about. No, you have him. You have Matt Smith, who arguably they should have just been lovers. I don't know why they threw in the second, the other doctor characters to be Morbius's. That might have made it interest. better because you would have followed them both closer. You would have cared more about their relationship. Maybe you maybe would have bought them as friends or having any sort of ties. But no, they've got to throw in the heterosexual love interest at the very end to be like, oh, oh Morbius kissed a girl. Well, I'm not saying <laughs> that they he, had to make like uh, um, the two fellows a love interest or anything, because I think the uh, lady she is like part of that folklore, maybe for that character, and she just seemed like she that never struck me as like, oh, this is going to be a romantic relationship. She's like, hey, you're really smart. I'm interested in what you're working on. He's like, you want to see on what I'm working on. And, he's and she like, was she's like, like, nah. Hell yeah. And he's like, look at all these fucking bats, Dr. Bancroft. Bish. We're going to have to go to international waters to test this out. Oh, my God. <laughs> they went in international waters. Um, uh, he talked about himself. He's like, yes. Uh, in his little microphone, he was like, I have developed an Olympic athlete's body. And I've I, got a huge fucking I, penis. Now. Yeah. I mean, I told you that after the uh, movie, I was just like. God, he just went on and on about how great he was. And I was like, could yeah, read like get four it. books in three minutes. Um, I'm yeah, so, I'm super smart. I'm pretty sure I can have sex with everybody's wife. <laughs> um, he uh, dare me. 
I already fucked her. <laughs> I didn't even have to dare me. And I did it all while in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm a method actor. What don't you I'm understand? I'm a method actor. You hear me? <laughs> um, but uh, God, what imbecile. Um, but there were some cool parts about this movie, like um, some of the slow-mo stuff, which they did too much, I thought. But they clearly watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, and they're like, you know what makes a superhero movie cool? Lots well, of Well, I mean, motion. you kind of needed it because in some scenes where it was just too fast and too, like, dark, you couldn't tell what's going on. Uh, he has this little fucking weird trail of shimmering stuff every time he moves. Hello, Jacob and I, from Twilight. <laughs> I don't quite understand what that was all about. I think it was supposed to be like Starry Night or whatever. Like um, you could see like his sense of like hearing sounds and stuff like that. It was all right. You're put saying- into one like smoky kind of look. Your sense of sound is directly a. Um, tied to how fast you can move. So I do understand that. Um, yeah, it, this movie's a mess. He got, he does the test or actually he shows her, he's like, Hey, listen, I found out vampire bats have a, a genome that I can put in my body and that's going to fix this blood disease because it's science. Shut up. Don't worry about it. I'm a doctor. And really that's about all we get uh, as to why this happens. He becomes a vampire because he put vampire bat DNA in his body. And that's what stop asking questions. Shut up. Like, that's what that's what happened. Um, So he becomes a uh, this really fucking he's like a feral vampire. He's like a wild animal on that. boat. He just eats all the mercenaries and drinks all their blood. And no one really cares about it except the people on Spectrum One News, New York. Even though this movie was very clearly in London, even though it's set in New York, they have a fight in the the London Underground, which they barely in international waters they, where they they, did no, they in the subway where they barely put up a few posters oh, of New yeah. York, and they're they're like this is New York City, and they're like this is not the New York City subway. I'm sorry, <laughs> it looked like Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really commit to any one thing in this, did they? Um, no, except New Balance shoes. So in dancing, have to talk about Matt Smith's shoes. We've gone, we've beat around the bush. We beat off around that bush too. We beat that we, bush to up. death. That bush is dead. <clears throat> we have to talk about Matt Smith's shoes. So when he is, he's got the same like blood disease. He's got these really like comfy looking nursing home like orthopedic sketchers or whatever he's wearing. All the ladies say it's sexy. He wears really baggy suits and stuff for someone that's like sickly and you know they look like shit they they put like a lot of cake a lot of makeup and put a lot of like their eyes are all sunken in they look bad they don't look healthy but after he goes to morbius's office he's like hey give me that he's like you got six packs i want that and he's like no you can't <laughs> you have this packs. it makes me want to drink blood and it's like just drink you the blood like- man you don't have to kill people there's literally like fucking gallons of it you've got hanging up in this freezer just drink the regular blood he's like nah i won't do it well anyways he winds up taking it you find out because there's this horror sequence where a nurse gets killed and you're like oh that's definitely morbius at the end of the hallway and it clearly wasn't no not a single point did i think that was actually jared leto that was supposed to be doing that 
and people are like, oh, Michael Morbius, the vampire. No, is it, or is it a copycat killer? Or is it, uh, what's this, is a vampire? How could there's, he do this? There's some vampire stuff going on here. This is New York. This is not London. This is a this vampire blows my mind. It's clearly Matt Smith, and he's clearly just stabbed himself with the own serum, which Jared Leto's dumbass has probably just left on the table labeled vampire serum. Please don't inject. <laughs> and he just did it. This has urine in it, actually, because it was yellow like urine. Yeah, he's just flying. He, he, urine put on the the he put the pee-pee in his arm, and now he's a vampire. And Matt Smith is, too. And so he... They're pee-pee brothers for life. <laughs> <laughs> Just the dumbest scenes with him in it, where he's he dresses with these really baggy shoe suits. He's got these dumbass looking shoes on. He's dancing. He's combing his hair. He's feeling good about himself. Looks like Bieber from the recent, um, not Oscar. No, it was Oscars. Yeah. No, he's just the mask. He's Jim carries the mask, just dancing around and twirling around, going to the bars, like trying not to get beat up. He's just. Throw me like one of your famous French girls, Jack. Worst Marvel Jack. villain you've ever seen in one of these movies. Yeah, it just was not a good movie. And maybe that's Sony, because Sony just loves having you fight an evil version of yourself. They can't come up with anything other than that. Both Venom movies are just him punching a different himself. colored Venom, basically. I hate myself. They've done the same thing here. They've just like, all right, well, you got British fucking matt smith and he's as long as he ain't british fucking himself the around with him sketchers and he's just looking real weird and, and dancing, dancing without a God, shirt on or dancing, maybe with a shirt on dancing the dancing in this did they watch joker and they're like you know what people liked about that the dancing. new balances oh the, oh we got that wrong yeah yeah <laughs> um i will say that his character did not seem like a super threat there was one scene when he ran for ever in the subway to come attack morbius and morbius Look was like um, stupid. i'm gonna fly and it was like a minute or two and this is where so both of us after the movie were like you know to start out with really not that bad progressively got worse the action scenes in this which ones were there any, any of them are bad but what like what you just mentioned where I I don't buy Matt Smith as a convincing villain, even when you put the little weird Dracula face on him. Mm hmm. I think that they were which was kind of funny because you could tell it was CGI'd and they told him to like be upset right now. And he's like, Rawr. yeah, and he would like <laughs> yell and then it would be like a lion roar and it was just oh, kind of cheesy. It was so cheesy and the action the action scenes when they're like flying around and punching each other are almost incomprehensible. It's so difficult to actually tell what is happening. Well, and when they slowed some, down, that, it, that's why that was the only so reason slow-mo was because you could not tell what was happening. It was, yeah, it was just a struggle to be it able to wasn't, it, figure I don't out know what was, was happening. The quality of the CGI, or maybe if it was just the the direction of the lighting, it just something about it just felt so small and just not very well done. It was it was incredibly incredibly difficult to actually tell what was what was happening at any one point. The big climax of this movie, Ryan, <laughs> they punch each other for a little bit. There was a climax. They, I think so. 
I mean, there was an, feel it? There was an end. <laughs> it ended. We did make it home. That is true. We haven't even talked about Tyrese and Al Madrigal, who oh, are the I most mean, useless fucking like FBI agents. They were ever there been. for nothing. Apparently, so Tyrese, there's a line in this where they're they're going to arrest Michael Morbius. They're like, hey, you've been a vampire, haven't you? And he's like, well, let me just tell you, you saved my arm, man. Your yeah. blood saved my arm in Afghanistan. Apparently, he did an interview a couple months ago where he's talking about, oh, yeah, he's I play this detective in this movie and he's got this synthetic arm and the powers are going to blow your mind. Never seen a single Didn't do power. anything. He actually walked around with his hand in his coat pocket almost all the movie. Nothing happened. Good thing that normal- he's got a career as a musician and in Fast and the Furious because... This movie will not see a sequel. It's done well for itself. Al Madrigal, really funny stand-up comedian. Recognize the shit out of him. Does not do anything in this. They are the worst. And they, after they catch him and he escapes out of the jail, they never talk to Morbius again. Not a movie they're I just would add ca- to my collection. They're just kind of there. They just they show up at the end at the hole and they're like, oh, I what up, this Playboy? is a big vampire hole in the ground. Who's to say? I bet there's no vampire bats that are going to come out of here. Liar. But yeah, the big the big climax of this, what happens? Like they, they punch each other through the city and they fall on the ground and then they're just generically in an underground and place. What, I don't feel like there was ever like a true climax. Morbius like is he like, tried to fuck over his girlfriend. Uh, the, um, um, Milo tried to fuck over Morpheus, AKA his girlfriend. AKA, AKA Matt, Matt Smith. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, tried, he made her a... Um, vampire and morpheus was trying to save her and i assume that he did that's kind of the cliffhanger we were left on and um he ended up killing matt smith by injecting uh urine cat urine into his heart not after he summoned all of the bats in the city oh yeah and he like punched with them yeah which you can't say isn't a cool thing to do and you can't say it's not real because it was real it, we watched it i saw it happen and it with my own eyeballs like re- a real thing yeah just like when he ooh, got ooh, in that ooh. tube of bats and he's like oh i think they like me now and it's like we're brothers great <laughs> yeah it, god it was just <laughs> everything was such a good call response right like nothing's ever that good in the real world there's no struggle there anything in this movie it's just like there's four i char- say it, it comes to fruition there's four characters in this movie and man if it doesn't really feel a lot smaller than it should <laughs> three's company it's so it really does feel like a movie that half of it's maybe missing. I don't know if that second half makes it better, but it really does feel like they cut a lot out. And I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't understand what they were, what they were thinking. <laughs> You'll be better off to see other movies. Yeah. It's if I can give this movie a um, rating, oh. it'd be 4.5 out of 10. Oh, it's generous. Is it? This movie's a three out of ten. Maybe uh, a four out of ten of if you consider the second half is utterly ridiculous and just don't expect too much because I audibly I think I laughed a couple times in the theater. <laughs> no, you definitely did. At some I was of, there for it. At some of the lines in this. Uh International what, Waters. What International Waters definitely not related, not the movie's fault, but also quite silly that they were just like, we got to go to International Waters. We're just off Where's the coast that of New York. Just international. Just out there a little bit. You don't have to go that far. 
another one was when he was talking to his doctor assistant slash girlfriend where he's like, I brought this into this world oh, and God. I'm going to take it out. And it's like, okay, every dad ever like what? <laughs> well, at one point he was like, um, at the very beginning, they were like, do you need a doctor? And it's like, I am, I am a, a doctor. doctor. I'm like, okay, Han Solo. <laughs> I love you. I know. Do you want to talk about the girl that also has the blood disease that they put in the induced coma that they never mention again after that scene? And to be honest, I was a little high when we watched this movie. <laughs> you forgot about that I, I remember her. It was a little black <laughs> girl. Chess. And yeah. She was in there for like a second. And yeah, they never mentioned her nope. again. Nope. This weird hospital slash pharmaceutical lab that he works at like it's not really clear it's just a building but it's not and they're about to kick him out he denied the nobel peace prize yeah it's it's he denied it jake in sweden over the place this it tries to cram so much into so little and do so much with so little it's mind blowing that somebody watches spider-man any of the spider-man movies and they're like you know what we the let's sa- fuck it up. Let's fuck all this up. Let's make a movie with about the Spider-Man villains where they're not really villains, but they're also not very interesting either. And then it we're just gonna wasn't a good movie. Cram in some of the worst. I don't think it's all on Jared Leto, but God, it's not his fault. But it's also- not a lot of it's not his fault. Some of it's his fault, but a lot of it's not his fault. It was a terrible movie. The maj- the blame lies with Sony because they bought him a ticket into the MCU. The blame lies with Sony for thinking, A, this was a good idea. B, you you could tell that this is a movie. The studio has had a big hand in cutting the edit of this. I wonder if X-Men was as bad the last X-Men movie. Because Fox had a lot of on that. It it did not get high marks. I don't Uh, know if it's as bad. When Wolverine kept talking about them stealing the election. Oh, God. (laughs) Why do you keep asking us that, Wolverine? It took our jobs. I, now, looking back on it, I thought that was very, very strange inclusion in that movie. But um, yeah, it's it's a movie that's all over the place. The post credit sequences are bad. They bring Michael Keaton's Vulture in, but then they're like, oh, he's a different Vulture now. And then he's like, we got Jared Leto driving a cool guy's car out in the desert, which I can only assume is the desert, the famous desert right outside of New York City that we all know about. I really do where, love that desert. <laughs> the famous New York desert that he drives out and he meets the vulture and he's like, we're getting a club together, a sinister club. And he's like, hell yeah. Which really seems like they which just. Which treehouse? They had that line of dialogue that Jared Leto said and they just put that in and they're like, all right, here we go. Or setting up a movie that is never going to get made. And yeah, that's it. We, we've we've put in everything that people expect from one of these movies. We have a villain. We have a hero. The villain has the opposite powers of the hero. We also have a post-credits scene. We have a second post-credits scene where we tie in another character from another franchise. And then we're like, hey, here we go. Uh, game is on. What the more- game is what more do you want um yeah it's not the worst one we've watched but god damn it if talking about it really really just the best one make me remember it and don't watch this movie wait until it comes on tv or something don't pay for it there's so many things we could probably say for it we could do an entire podcast about why this was was not a good movie but 
I think we've hit all the good points. I don't want to beat a dead vampire while it's down. So why don't we go ahead and wrap it up for this week, Ryan? All right, Jake. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, not really. Um, looking forward to Sonic next week. We've had two bummers, so I'm looking forward to yeah. the third uh, being too. a good something. So I'm going to go see that Saturday. Um, but besides that, not a not bitches. Until next time, folks. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.